What is up, my fellow Lightwalkers? Welcome to another episode of Inflow. And on today's episode, I have my good friend Trevor on, and we talk all things manifestation, the healing journey, things that we do in different modalities that help us on a physical, mental, and spiritual level, as well as connecting to ourselves on a deeper level and the oneness that is this universe. So it's the first episode of 2021, starting off with a bang. I'm super excited to get this out to you guys. So without further ado, let's go. What is up, my brother? How you doing? Doing amazing. How about you? Bro? I'm doing so good. It's been it's been a great start to this year. Amidst amidst all the crazy things that have been going on, it's just been it feels like a new energy. I don't know how you've been feeling, but oh, it just yeah. feels good, man. Huge shifts, bro. The micro and the macro. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's crazy because like once you kind of hop more onto like the spiritual path, you start to realize that you see all the craziness and stuff going on around you. But you know that in the long run, it's all going to work out and not just for us personally as individuals, but as a collective consciousness and for all of humanity, I think some things have just come to light and we get to fix those things and we get to change those things. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so let's hop into it. So I know you're really big on purpose. Like, so tell me more about your journey through finding your purpose and what you do now and and how you share your purpose with the world every single day. So I kind of like woke woke up before i started healing so like there's like a an awakening and and like a a healing and awakening and then like a celebration basically and so i would say that like i woke up first (laughs) and so i started i kind of just discovered my purpose right off the bat which was which was music before like and i started waking up through that and psychedelics and um as i grew um i started to just like I, I first heard about like indigo children and stuff and so I got interested in that and like Pro Era was a rap group that influenced me and um, kind of woke me up a little bit and then um, this year has been huge like for finding my purpose um, so mostly it's music but like the start of this or start of 2020 I realized that like I was watching the show Heal on Netflix and like I started like crying to it because I was seeing people being healed through EFT tapping and that like I realized that was my purpose. And so I was kind of in a dilemma for a little bit because I was like, is it music my, music my purpose? But then like I learned a little bit more and I realized that I'm like um, sparking like heart chakra energy in people when I'm rapping. And it's like one of the most sacred forms of healing. And like I'm starting to like mix my music with like shamanic music as well. I'm starting to like dip into that world. And realize that like really music is like endless and like you can do anything through that well it's the language of the world i mean we all listen to music it doesn't matter where you're at across the world every culture subculture has music yeah. it's like the one language of the world that we can all resonate with we all have different tastes and different things that we like about music but it it's the universal language that everyone understands so yeah, yeah no, i think it's beautiful the company that i'm actually working on personally myself with a business partner is geared around bringing in more consciousness into the music space because yeah. there's certain music spaces that need a little bit more love and consciousness than others i'd say mm-hmm. but for sure so what are first off what is let's go into indigo children mm-hmm. tell me what you know about that and what that is for someone who doesn't know so I don't know. There's like, I used to be like super into like 
who you were before you came into this life because there's like kind of like a whole journey that the soul goes through um through its like kind of physical karma that it has to work out and like lives that it has to live but um so indigo children are like people that are here in this specific time to help awaken people and they're like really um centered in their third eye chakra so um that's who that's who they were i kind of thought that's who i was for a little bit um and i used to be interested in like oh am i a, a star seed or an indigo child or whatever but i kind of just like moved past that and realized that those were just layers of ego because like you can there's just so many layers like and you keep going behind all the layers like the physical layer and this the psychological layer and the astrological layer and it keeps going back and then but behind all of it we're all just one being mm -hmm. and like you could see it in someone else's eyes with when you look at them you know what i'm saying yeah no exactly i, I think the biggest thing yeah, is this understanding that you are everything like mm -hmm. um my spiritual journey has been a lot of that is like i think we all come here and I would like to think that pretty much everyone says or has the idea or the desiring to know, like, what am I here for? Mm -hmm. And if that's something you have never asked yourself, like ask that question because yeah. I mean, the universe wants to show that to you. It wants to show you what your gifts are. It wants to show you how you can make other people's lives better, yeah. how you can serve others to a greater extent. And so finding different healing modalities is important. Mm -hmm. I think it's huge in regards to being able to grow and heal and like get to that celebration stage like you mm -hmm. spoke about because far too often most coaches and or like guides or gurus, they only like really want to talk about like the celebration aspect of it or the, the finding the purpose part, but they don't talk about the healing part very much. But mm. just from spending time with you at Meditation Monday, which is how we've been able to connect, I've really enjoyed all that time I've been able to spend with you and Burnell and everybody else. Like, what are some of the modalities that you use on a daily basis that have really allowed you to come into a higher sense of self? more connection, more centeredness within what you are as an individual. Cool. So like the number one that has been for me, like over the past year or two has been Ho'oponopono, which is um, a Hawaiian healing modality and like really way of life. It's like all kind of tied in with the Aloha culture and everything. And um, it's like centered around the understanding that we're all one and that we can heal through gratitude and love and like embodying these emotions. And like um, the mantra that is used is thank you and I love you. Um, some people like to say, um, I'm sorry, and please forgive me as well. But hmm. I, I, um, I feel that that's, that's helpful sometimes for like clearing away those lower energies when it needs to be said. But I've realized every time that you're sorry for something, you could actually be like grateful instead. You could be like grateful for what you learned mm -hmm. rather than like regretting what you did. Because that's what saying sorry mm -hmm. is. And so, so yeah, Ho'oponopono has been big for me. Like you can actually like do so many things with just that mantra. You could like even clear your space with thank you and I love you. Um, sometimes like when I don't have sage or Apollo or whatever, I, ju I just like use Ho'oponopono ho pono pono. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just cleanse the space. And so that like, and I use that with everything, my, with my relationships and my food and my water and everything. And like you obviously know about how like, um, what's that one experiment where you can talk to water and it changes the water crystals and everything. I don't know the name of it, but I understand it pretty well. Like yeah, they basically yeah. did a study and a research study around basically talking to water 
in different ways, like different frequencies in regards to like love, hate, mm-hmm. jealousy, envy, um, bliss, joy. Yeah. And the structure of the water actually took suit to that. And it, it basically, the water structure of things that were of like high frequencies were like these beautiful symmetrical shapes under a microscope. And then mm-hmm. everything that was like lower frequency, like anger, jealousy, fear, whatever that was, it was like so deformed and yeah. not in, like inorganic. And it just goes to show that, like your language is super important. Yes. So maybe we should hop into that a little bit. So, so yeah, that's, that's actually why, um, Ho'oponopono is so powerful was because you, because like you were like 80% water already. And so mm-hmm. like the vibrations that we're putting off affect the world in such a profound way. And so that's one of the healing modalities. And then Reiki is another one, but it's really all just channeling this life force energy that's everywhere, this source energy that's everywhere. And so that's why, um, we try to inspire others to look within and that's why our business is called look within because we realize that the medicine comes from within the healing comes from within people get attached to these external forms of healing and get attached to them and and external forms of god wonder really those are just illusions because you're you are everything like we were saying early and so these things are just inside of you Mm -hmm. um and so just just realizing that buddha and jesus and christ are all just like figures of who you really are deep down and that love is the medicine that comes from within everyone. Exactly. One thing that I've always like really stuck on, we talked about this the other night after one of the meditation classes is that I don't believe that the second coming of Christ is like this mythological figure coming down and saving us and making mm-hmm. everything perfect. It's, it's us realizing that we are part of him and that he just wants us to see things the way that he saw it. Yeah. And that's the second coming of Christ. It comes Straight through, up. it comes through us, you know, mm-hmm. by us, for us and to us, you yeah. know, and yeah. it's beautiful. And who's to say we're not going to like grow wings and like really embody what heaven looks like in the Bible. Cause like I have visions of that. Like when I first started waking up, I had a vision of humanity ascending in like a golden spiral all as like one being. And so, yeah, I, I think the big thing is like, we look at things like, you know, heaven and things like that, of like this other place that we're trying to go to. It's yeah. like, it's like all one thing that, and it kind of got me for a while, but what I realized is like, this is the lifetime that I'm living now. Like this is the right now. So why can't I create like a heaven on earth? Why can't I assist other people to find that in themselves? Mm-hmm. So then that way they can live a blissful life now Yeah, because I think that's a big tricky part with religion. It's like, it's this promise that if you do all these things and you get to go to this place, but it's like, why not be in that place right now mm-hmm. mentally? And, and it's, it's been quite the journey. Yeah. And so that's why I see all these like external forms of God as like archetypes. Like it's not necessarily a bad thing that there's external. No, forms. not at all. It's actually, they were meant to be like help helpers for us to be like, Oh, I can call upon the energy of Christ for unconditional love. And, and like, I can do that through healing sessions and I can do mm-hmm. that through um, guided meditations and like, you know, cause I realized that these are just within me. So I just humbly go about it and like call upon the energy of any of my angels or guides or animal spirits or the plethora of aliens and <laughs> beings that are like trying to help us. Right no, now. exactly. It's just, and, and once you start embodying the idea and the feeling, like not just intellectually, but actually like embodying the feeling and knowing that you are those things, you are everything. Like we, you are these podcast mics, you are <laughs> this floor like you are you you are my dog like you're all these things in one you start understanding that you're not that far away from it and you can always tap into that infinite energy and one thing that's been really big for me is just the language that i use like i think a lot of people use the language of i'm tired 
Like mm. when you tell yourself that story, you're reinforcing yeah, yeah. it. And then your, your body is actually, you know, taking to that energetic signature. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really important that we focus on our language. And one big thing that's been huge is we want to talk more about modalities is, is meditation. Meditation, I would say single-handedly for me has been the most important gift that I've ever given myself <clears throat> is the ability to go deep within, because like you were talking about earlier, it's so easy to look outside of yourself. It's an, it's an addiction matrix that we live in. Like, Oh, if I have this thing, I'm going to be happy. If I have this person, I'm going to be happy. If I have this level of prestige in whatever area it is, if I have this image that I'm going to be happy mm-hmm. and that's not the truth. You know, yeah. you attract what you are, not what you want. Yeah. So it's like, as you develop and create that home inside of yourself, that beautiful place where you're compassionate and easy and self-loving with yourself, that's when the outside world begins to exactly. reflect that. And that's such a beautiful thing that meditation has given me mm-hmm. over the years. I learned a powerful exercise, um, reading the illusion of money by Kyle Cease. And, um, it kind of helped cultivate that inner space that you're talking about. Um, but ba- essentially you go within and you kind of connect to the present moment and you imagine that you're sitting on a park bench like after you lost everything like literally everyone in your whole life your house your job your car like your clothes all your money and you imagine sitting on a park bench and allowing yourself to feel those emotions (laughs) and and when you allow yourself to feel that tremendous loss like you're facing your fear because most mm-hmm. people don't step out of their comfort zone because they're afraid of that loss. And so when you imagine that, you ask and you feel all those emotions, you ask yourself, what kind of a person would I have to become to still feel gratitude in that moment? Like that you've lost everything and that you still be grateful for the birds flying in the park. And so, and then like I did that exercise and then the answer was just like love. Like basically I was like, all I need is love. Like, all you need is love it is yeah it's like it's it's super cliche but it's the truth i mean love is the energetic frequency that we're all capable of living and giving out and receiving in infinite amounts like there's no there's no limit on how much love and how much kindness we can share with other people that's why i like to say like god is love because like god is unlimited and you can't like limit god you can't limit it's um unlimited just like love and it's like love is source energy Mm -hmm. and that's what the healing modalities are it's just like all kind of connects together i love that and so um, let's think of some other modalities one thing that i've actually really gotten into as of late is i'm i've been a huge advocate of hoppe yeah like i'm a massive advocate of it do you use it frequently yes oh yeah you got you got some <laughs> with do. you I, yeah i have my creepy always yeah what have you what have you gained from that or maybe we can explain what it is to anybody who doesn't know because it's kind of it's kind of off the grid a little bit like not many people use it but it's from the earth it's beautiful oh yeah it helps clear a lot of energy i I usually get um mine from peru um from the people down there um and it's it usually always has like some tobacco um, some apacho in it, some sacred tobacco. Um, and yeah, usually it's just like a combination of a lot of different things. But for me, it's really grounding and like for meditation, it's been super beneficial mm-hmm. and, um, really just kind of helps move energy. Um, it also helps me, helps me in, um, energy healing sessions. And I just kind of like sprinkle a little bit of it to clear some energy. And like, even with just mapacho in general, um, the mapacho smoke and like ayahuasca ceremonies, the shaman will like blow some mapacho on you if, if like you're getting too out there to help ground you. 
and um, kind of puff that and channel that ancestors for you a little bit. And Definitely. so like, people, I don't, I don't think people realize that tobacco is like one of the most like healing things in the world, like for thousands of years. You know? Exactly. So, I, and that's, that's always the thing that I found so interesting. I'm kind of glad you brought that up is I've noticed that the things that are the worst for you and the least healthy and the things that energetically and spiritually and physically challenge you are the things that you can buy at the store. Yeah. And surprisingly tobacco and this probably comes from like my indian heritage as well as like i connected to it almost immediately like sacred tobacco it like it has helped me in so many ways helped helped me with my meditation practice it's allowed me to connect deeper to myself but also it's helped me clear a lot of energy that i didn't realize that i was holding on to which without that modality i don't know know that it necessarily would have been able to do it or maybe i would have been able to do it but it would have taken a little bit more time yeah and so there are things that you can do that speed up your spiritual process even though everything happens in perfect divine timing it can give you that momentum that you need Mm -hmm. so that's a huge thing we're about to experiment with new calm as well have you ever heard of that no so it's this thing i know tony robbins uses it my roommate is actually the person who put us on to it we're waiting on it to get here but basically it's like this patch that you put on and it basically gets your brain to release a bunch of gaba which GABA is a relaxant in the body. So it's not a sedative. It relaxes your body naturally, but it allows you to gain a full two hour sleep cycle in a 20 minute period. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. So we're going to experiment with that. We've been way big into like the, the hacking of things way big into the, you know, getting more out of our day, getting more out of ourselves Mm -hmm. and, and taking good care of ourselves too. Have you heard of those electric, or there these um sleeping pads that like give off an electromagnetic frequency like, no i've never heard of that they, it, it's kind of like the, it gives off the same as the earth would so it's like the equivalent of like sleeping on like the dirt because like you know like one of the most beneficial health practices is going out and grounding your bare feet and like for your immunity and like just your overall health in general um and so they have these sleeping pads that like simulates the same thing so you can like sleep indoors and you sleep on the pad and it's like it gives off the same electromagnetic frequency and helps bring you your energetic field into coherence. Oh, dude, that's so badass. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like I'm probably going to, you have to send me the link for that so I can look yeah, into yeah. it. Cause yeah, I've really been focusing on like trying to find things that really take good care of my health. Cause mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize that like we talked about like everything's one and the same, right? Yeah. So it's like, why do you take good care of your physical health? Why do you take care of your emotional health, your mental mm-hmm. health, um, your relationships, finances, your time? Like, why do you take care of everything? And the key is like that spiritual, the spirituality component to it. So you're, you're able to connect all that together mm-hmm. and realize that everything you're doing is like a spiritual practice. Yeah. The way you prepare your food, the way that you sing your music, the way that you go to the gym and exercise, the way that you talk to people, like yeah. it's all one and the same and you can interweave that spirituality, like more or less once you get onto the, like the celebra- celebratory side of it, mm-hmm. you know, as you're healing and stuff, things are very disconnected, but slowly over time god and the universe helps you piece things together and then everything just makes sense yeah and it's such a beautiful moment for real um to to like talk a little bit about um like that like with manifestation like you can use so many things in your life as like a manifestation tool or you know as a like you're saying life is kind of like a ceremony but and then ramdas kind of talks about how everything you experience in life is kind of grist for the mill for your awakening so like anything that you have, like any emotions that you experience that are unpleasant or just like showing you where you like need work, you know what I'm saying? So it's all just like 
happening for this expansion of like who we are. And if you kind of look at the Tao and you look at the way of things, like a flower that just kind of grows into something beautiful naturally. And like, you know, the caterpillar doesn't know that it's going to turn into a butterfly. Like it doesn't say, um, oh, I'm going to go into this um, cocoon and emerge as a butterfly. Like it probably thinks the world's ending when mm-hmm. it's like going into the cocoon. Well, that's how, it, that's how it is really. Like my experience, like my spiritual journey has been like, a, it was bland, like life was bland and then it got exciting because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's a better possibility. And then it was, then there was the deep work, which is, you know, reflection, standing into that shadow self, being able to actually show love to it, gaining the awareness to realize that you're so much more than your emotions yeah. and slowly day by day, just chipping away at it. And everyone, you know, it's just part of human nature is we all just want to get to that finish line. We all want to get to the celebratory, celebratory moments, right? Where it's like, ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yes, but when you're in it, like it, it can it can beat you up for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's part of the process. Like, mm-hmm. and once you start flipping that mindset and regearing your mind towards, like, oh, this isn't meant to punish me or hurt me. Yeah, this is meant to enhance me. So then that way, when I have that celebra- celebratory moment, mm-hmm. I can really sink into that that moment and actually really appreciate it on such a grand level. Yeah. Like it, it's a beautiful thing. We like do this huge like ebb and flow with life Mm -hmm. and life always knows what you're meant to learn Mm -hmm. it knows the universe knows and i think one big thing that's been important is this trusting yeah like trust for real i think how you're talking about um kind of embodying um like that celebratory like right now i think like i have a really good practice for that that i talked about in the youtube video i filmed today but like one thing i do like after like every like dream life visualization or gratitude meditation is i like play a song that like i really jam to and like start dancing to it and like i dance as if you know like imagine getting out of like visualizing your dream life and like dancing as Mm -hmm. if it just happened right because we actually have the power to embody we can embrace the emotion yeah before the experience Mm -hmm. and so like that's the power of our imagination is that we can like pull emotions from these memories or these things that we're imagining and we can go anywhere feel anything and what we feel we embody is what we become and so like you you start to manifest that reality so easily because you're embodying that emotion exactly i mean let's hop into manifestation like i've been quite quite the student of it trying to understand the way it works and it's funny because like it it starts out so complex and then you realize that always everything outside of you always comes back to within like it always does and what i've realized with manifestation is it's not focusing on what you want or what you don't have because when you focus on what you don't have you're actually sending out an energetic frequency Mm -hmm. to the universe in which it responds to yes you don't have that and you're not going to have that if you have this lack mentality where there's separation because once you go back to the idea that you are everything and you are everyone therefore you are already it that's when the magic starts happening so what i've been focusing on more is what kind of person would be the person that would or what what version of myself would be the person that would be able to have that experience to have that thing to have those relationships like what person would i need to be so then that way i can have those experiences because you're going to meet it head on and what wants you or what you want wants you just as much so you're gonna you're on a collision course with a greater future for yourself yeah and the more you just embody that um and it's like that could even come through in, in ways like where you can physically embody it like um, being like, how do I show up? And like, how is my posture mm-hmm. when I'm like living my dream life? Like, am I like kind of hunched over? Cause I'm like low key kind of, my heart's kind of closed to the universe and like subconsciously 
um, have my heart closed and like judging people or I'm in my heart open and I'm just like embracing life and keeping my heart open. Ram Dass kind of talks about keeping your heart open inside of hell. But um, I don't I don't really I kind of see like it as heaven on earth because we can have that. But it depends on if we're in the ego or the soul. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Yeah, it's um, an all great points. It's it's embracing the the possibility before it arrives. Mm-hmm. And it's also realizing that it's on its way to you. Yeah. And it's amazing once you once you live that and it's what's what you feel is truly is meant for you, the stress, the anxiety, the worry, the depression, all that stuff just goes away. Mm-hmm. It just goes. Because yeah. you know you're supported and you know that what's meant for you is far probably far grander than what you could ever even imagine mm-hmm. right now. And you were talking about like trust and faith a little bit earlier and like that's a key in manifestation too, mm-hmm. is like we were kinda of, we were talking about the Tao and just like not letting it be like your will like to try to like interfere with your reality. And like, um, I use this metaphor a lot, like looking in a mirror and trying to like physically manipulate the reflection rather than just like inwardly, like smiling, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You can like do that with the outside world. hundred percent. Like it's really just all a reflection. So you can like look within to manifest anything you need. Yeah. And it, it heal. the big thing is, it's just like, um, I, I read a book recently is like how to make shit happen by Sean Whalen. It oh. talks about how, how do you make shit happen and or how do you eat it how do you eat an elephant you eat it one piece at a time you don't try to eat the whole thing right right so it's like we all have these grand dreams and ideas and things that we would like to bring into our experience because we want to have those experiences for whatever reason whether it's ego driven or soul driven Mm -hmm. and you just realize that it's one piece at a time yeah it's it's addressing the things that are your weak points. Mm -hmm. Like you want to make your weaknesses into your strengths. If you struggle with time management, it's like you grab a hold of that. Then you start noticing, wow, I have so much more time to take care of my health. I have so much more time with Mm -hmm. my family. Like it's, it's not one piece and not the other. That's one thing I realized is some people really excel in certain areas. Like you look at the wealthy businessman that has all the money he could ever need, but his health, he traded his health for that. Yeah. It's like, we're trying to create more enhanced human beings that are well-rounded in every single aspect of life. Yeah. From and, beginning to end. And like physical well-being is like low-key, like the, the first like step, or like the guard at the gate of like, of like your overall health in like every area. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at every single thing that's going on. Like you look at our food sources, you look at the things that we're putting in our foods and our water. Those things don't contribute to good health. Yeah. Especially- like it's ridiculous that we, we've had to purchase a, you know, $3,000 water machine to be able to get quality water in a free country. Right. Like right. that's, that's ridiculous. Like we should all have access to clean water, mm-hmm. the best foods. And what's happening right now is we felt we trade convenience for, for quality with everything that we do. And it translates into your health, me being one of them. Like I've, I have personally in the past ruined my health due to unawareness and lack of self-love now it's like i get to rebuild that Mm -hmm. and what's cool is it's like you talked about earlier it's like those challenges create for that celebratory moment in the Mm -hmm. future that makes you truly grateful for it it's like as every day when i focus on my health and improve my health day in and day out it's like dude i'm so grateful for this because i know what the other side of the coin looks like i Mm -hmm. like and i would never give that up for anything yeah and so it takes that reflection it takes going into those challenging situations it's like it's okay to be in those challenging situations no matter where you're at in your journey like whoever's listening to this like if you're at the rock bottom if you're somewhere in between if you're at the top the best you've ever felt in your life it's like you're exactly where you're supposed to be yeah 
and it's just a flower that's blooming you know yeah it's it's just a different process and don't don't rush it one thing i've realized too is like where are you trying to go (laughs) right there is like like there's like nowhere to stand yeah where where (laughs) where are you trying to go where are you trying to get you can go nowhere or everywhere because you're both (laughs) yeah exactly it's it's like you for me it just helped me slow everything down Mm -hmm. and made me like savor the moments of everything that i'm doing like it, it makes me savor that i'm doing a podcast right now whereas the old version of myself the less aware version of myself would be like oh i gotta get this done i gotta get this out yeah. to people and it's like i'm not able to pour my heart and soul into it because i'm not present with it yeah and so it's learning to savor your moments savor the struggles savor the the breakthroughs savor the mm-hmm. celebratory moments like love all of it and like michael singer talks about that in the untethered soul is like if you love life you'll never close your heart to it uh yeah you keep your heart open to everything and you can and you get like radical acceptance mm-hmm. one thing i learned from my my ayahuasca my first ayahuasca experience was um just like radical acceptance of everything like i saw the universe as a whole like the whole dance of life like the good and the bad and the ugly and like all the duality it just is all of it right in front of me i was like i mean love i it. mean actually i'm glad you brought this up two things we'll, we'll dive more into ayahuasca in a second but but the duality like i think mm-hmm. that's something that we should address in this episode is that look at what's going on in politics right now is it's pure duality it's trying it's trying to pit people against each other when in reality like when we're infinitely one that's where the power comes Mm -hmm. and i I read this thing that said you know if you put a hundred red ants and a hundred black ants in a jar and shake the jar up and then open the jar and spill it out the ants will try to kill each other Mm -hmm. but in reality look at you need to be looking at who shook the jar yeah they think that each other shook the jar but in reality who really shook the jar yeah and that's what we need to be looking at. We need to be looking at these people that are causing systematic challenges for mm-hmm. people, either side and, of the aisle. Yeah. No, no one side's right or wrong. I think we all are just trying to go for the same thing, mm-hmm. but we got to realize that we do that together. Mm-hmm. And and it's hard sometimes because it's like we see those elites and those people that you're talking about are shaking that jar, mm-hmm. and like like we just want to like ju- like put it all on them. And then and then like well, something that I've been like forcing myself to do recently is like love them because i know that they're part of myself mm-hmm. and like ramdas talks about at, on his altar he had like a picture of like someone like he really didn't like um i think it was like the head of like um the cia or something and like and like learned to like love him like put him on the, on his altar and like yep. made it sacred and realized damn that's like a really part of me that i re- that really needs love you know yep uh the one the one big thing that's come through to me just through a lot of meditations is you can only love yourself as much as the person that you love the least on this planet. Uh, there you go. Like, bro. and when you start looking at that mindset of like that person that you carry the most hatred or lower vibrational frequency towards is like, once you you're hurting yourself more than you're hurting them on a subconscious, and, and on a subconscious level. level yeah. and, and it consumes so much of your mental real estate. So it's once you get to the point, I'm not saying it's going to happen today or tomorrow, once you're able to get the awareness to realize that it's about you, yeah, it's about your healing process and your mm-hmm. ability to forgive, that's what allows you to forgive them and release. Yeah. And what's cool is once you release that, that void or that space that it was taking up gets to be filled with something more beautiful, something mm-hmm. more light, something more elegant. And mm-hmm. that is that right there is the definition of healing. Right. That that's the healing process is it's, it's recognizing the things that challenge you, learning to love, accept, and forgive those things, releasing them, 
and then understanding that something better gets to come into your life. Yeah, it's a, it's like a transmutation of energy, really. It's alchemy, spiritual alchemy. Mm-hmm. As you 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 kind of rise up the emotional scale, and everything kind of is grist for the mill for you to awaken and expand into your full potential, our full potential as humanity. Yeah, and what's beautiful about it too is that like once you do that enough times, you run into situations that may challenge you but you look at them and you're just like you know what i'm not (laughs) it's not worth it the way i feel the way i'm feeling like this lightness this vibrance to my life isn't worth like that lower frequency you literally change the way that your your dna vibrates Mm -hmm. and we we look into that with like gene keys and stuff like that have you have you done gene keys at all yeah i've I've heard a lot of i've had like eight people mention it so dude it's it's next level it really is yeah i'm really interested in like change like rewiring your neural pathways and stuff and Mm -hmm. so i'm sure that goes hand in hand a lot with that Mm -hmm. um Cause like I'm really into like Joe Dispenza and Same. all of that. Cause he he completely changed my life. He's like revolutionary right mm-hmm. now in the f- that field of science and quantum physics and everything. What's beautiful is we're we're bridging the gap between spirituality and science. Yeah. Like we're we're finding a beautiful middle ground of like yeah. these. I mean that's what we should be doing with everything, even politics. Like, mm-hmm. the, but the, politics is too ego driven yeah. to be able to have that happen. Like it it finds its identity identity in saying you're right or I'm right and you're wrong. And that's mm-hmm. the problem with that. Whereas spirituality is like, Hey, there's things that we can't perceive mm-hmm. with our emotions and frequencies. And then science is okay. Like let's bring our scientific aspect into this mm-hmm. and let's find this beautiful middle ground. That's where like yeah. the things like the new calm are going to be big. Like yeah. even, even the supplement, you know, that I'm creating as well is specifically designed to help increase your frequency on a spiritual level and take care of your body on a physical level backed by ingredients that are proven by science. Yeah. And really science and um, spirituality or religion are just like two sides of the yin yang and like low key, they're one mm-hmm. deep down. And so like they're kind of both belief systems still. And so like, it's like you can go even beyond that from the ego and like see that those are just illusions too because Mm -hmm. you can go beyond the two in duality and you go into the one and then you go even beyond the one Mm -hmm. because the one has to have a border around it right Mm -hmm. like for it to be a thing but really god has no border it has no boundaries like we were saying yeah infinite and yeah that's it's so fascinating to me like where we're at we're at a very critical juncture in the human human existence honestly and there's a lot of really good people here and i i really feel that they've magnify a lot of things to make it look like it's worse than it really is and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of amazing people that are doing deep work and for anyone who's listening to this if you're one of those people just know that you have a purpose you have a place here and you belong here Mm -hmm. and there's a gift that's trying to emerge through you and it's going to be completely unique and individualized to you because we're all unique expressions of god and what created us so we have the ability to create unique lasting impact on this planet something that's going to make you be remembered forever if you choose to take that journey the world yeah the world needs your medicine the world needs your part in it we're all like big pieces of a puzzle kind of and um just know that your unique energy is needed and valued and respected and loved mm-hmm. and- i agreed and I, I think one big thing too a big game changer for me in my life is that we go back to duality a little bit here is it's not choosing either or mm-hmm it's yes and yeah it's like it's yes and <laughs> and at the same time i was choosing that perspective of like going mm-hmm. beyond the one and yep. that's still in duality yep. because i'm pointing at that when it's 
exactly and it's, <laughs> it's like it's like the ideology of yes and it's like yes we can have spiritual spirituality and we can bring science into this and mm-hmm. take it to another level yeah and that's what really excites me about like what's going on with the new earth and everything is that like i really think that we're going to be able to like travel through the astral world and the spirit world like consciously and like the world between the dream world and the con this world are really just gonna merge because they really are one deep down and like this is like one of my lyrics and like someone inspired this lyric but i don't know <laughs> but it's like my imagination's a path i'm taking everywhere and we're gonna just like start seeing that embodied and like be able to like like when you look at egypt sorry i'm just like going dude i love right i love no i love <laughs> egypt i'm super super fascinated we're actually going this year oh hell yeah bro dude egypt is like the coolest thing ever like there's like a bunch of statues there but like how big the figures are there and like they're actually according to sacred geometry of of, like our human evolution so i really think that we might grow in size because we're going back to christ consciousness right i don't know if you know a lot about atlantis and like the human history like more more lemarian more lemarian than atlantean but yeah dope but yeah, I feel like we're literally going to like, we're getting back to that point where we're like going back to the left brain, to that um, almost feminine type of manifestation mm-hmm. that's like more inflow. Mm-hmm. And um, like, it's just instant manifestation, age of Aquarius. Yeah, that's been, actually, I'm glad you brought that up as well. It's just, this episode's flowing really well. Um, I've really transitioned from that masculine manifestation to the feminine. Yeah. Like, and it's been so nice dude like it instead of having that mentality of like i gotta push 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 and i gotta grind 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 and myself into exhaustion and burnout it's like honor your time like honor honor that that relaxation that you get to have because in those moments of relaxation in those moments of nurturing is when your greatest ideas come Mm -hmm. through those times that i've rested yeah and you're just present you just are and you're not Mm -hmm worried about the future because you know that the future is going to be greater than you could ever imagine you let it come to you huh? yeah and so you see that in nature too like the the, more, the feminine aspect in nature is always like letting it come to them like chilling being in the present and the masculine's always like trying to find it but like who's better off like because like low-key the feminine way of manifest in this metaphor mm-hmm. the feminine way of manifesting is like low-key a little bit more advanced or maybe we're just like so used to the masculine that it's like getting outdated yeah it's it's well here's the other thing too is the masculine probably has been an amazing thing in regards to survival Mm -hmm. right you look back at like ancestral times of of us having to like fend for our food and all these things like that masculine energy that go and get it and that energy has been absolutely incredible in regards to ensuring our safety and survival Mm -hmm. but now things are more more safe than ever in regards to our survival at least in regards to like a physical level you know Mm -hmm. Um, maybe not as much spiritual or other areas, but like from a physical standpoint, it's like we have, we have food, we have shelter, we have water. Like we have the things that guarantee basic Mm -hmm. levels of surviving. So now it's like we get a transition out of that because one thing I've noticed is a lot of people, you know, now that we're not worrying about those things, people end up in these really tough spots mentally, you know, letting their mind kind of control everything. Now it's time to like, take it, take the foot off the gas and slow Mm -hmm. down and find a a deeper sense of self. So then that way we can actually, go to that next level and and start to be able to create instantaneously, be able to, you know, manifest things much easier than the way that we have in the past, because like I've been there, I've done that with the whole masculine manifestation Mm -hmm. and that grind, grind, grind. It serves its place because when it, you catch that vision of the future, you can apply that in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. 
And like, it's just a balance. That balance is so important. Yeah. And the masculine is kind of, I feel like is healing on like a huge, on on a macro level right now, like slowly integrating, like we're seeing the female, like the feminine energy step up so much and like really grow into her full potential. And so like, we're having to step up and like heal our ways in a lot of different areas. Well, the other thing too is like, I mean, and this kind of goes against con like uh, conventional wisdom is that female energy is much more powerful than masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really do believe that because it's what it's the seed of creation. Everything comes from feminine energy. So this is I was going to mention this um, when you when you tap into the flow and the Tao and like God's will, that's more of an, a feminine like like you're saying. And like that's like more in alignment with the spirit. But like. it seems to me like when we cut ourselves off from spirit and we go more into the ego that seems to be more of a masculine way of looking at things Mm kind of like a more right brain way of looking at things and so like it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just something that needs to be balanced and well what's beautiful we kind of wrap back around to meditation right Mm -hmm. so when you meditate you're bridging the gap of the core of the corpus callosum in yeah. your brain you're literally strengthening that bridge between your left and right hemisphere mm-hmm. because I, I think about it i sit back and i go why did it if we're like people say oh you're a left brainer oh you're a right brainer why would you have if the other side of your brain if you weren't able to use it yeah like that's exactly. just identifying with something and saying like you're you're not using your entire brain mm-hmm. because there's times when you know, as I've strengthened that, I do believe we've strengthened it through different modalities, psychedelic use, meditation, Mm -hmm. different supplements help with it as well. It's like, we're able to be able to be creative and feminine and then know when to use the masculine energy and know when to back off of it and know when it's time to shut off the the feminine energy and just go for it. Like Mm -hmm. it's knowing it's understanding both states that you can live in at any given moment simultaneously and know how to differentiate the two because there are certain times when you are better off using the feminine energy. There's certain times when it's better to shut all that off and use the masculine energy and know what is appropriate for each scenario in your life. Yeah. And being able to differentiate the two is so important. Yeah. And like, it, it's really just like the more you tap into your intuition and like, just go with the flow and like you're in a flow state. And I like to use my joy as like almost my compass and like my feelings more because that's because like we're rebalancing right now like we were talking about and like we're getting more we're embodying more feminine right now we're going back towards a little bit towards the feminine and so the more that we tap into our emotions and like kind of let those steer us and like that's like the key for manifest that's why i think feminine is way better than manifestation it plants the seed the feminine like plants the seed of manifestation and then the masculine grows it and and brings it up yeah. yeah i like to see it as like the steering like the mind is like the steering wheel and the heart is like the engine almost and so it's like that's kind of like masculine and feminine too you know? yeah i like to say that um like emotions the vehicle and logic's the driver yeah you gotta have that intention from the from the mind and, and the thoughts and that emotion from the heart which creates an electromagnetic frequency because thoughts are electric feelings are magnetic we're manifesting in an electromagnetic quantum field mm-hmm. where anything is possible from this present moment so it's really just about being it now it is yeah it's it's just understanding that you are everything already and like mm-hmm. there's no sense in rushing because <laughs> yeah, everything's happening in perfect perfect timing mm-hmm. that's beautiful so what gifts do you want to share with the world <laughs> i just want to bring um musical medicine and um healing um from within like i, I don't want to bring attention to me to say that like oh i got what you need 
but I just want to be a symbol of like look within, like you know what I'm saying, like a mirror mm-hmm. for the world. And so in any way I can do that. Um, but yeah, I, I really do love to provide a lot of like facts and like practices and like benefits for people like health wise and stuff. And oh yeah, just just while that's up, like I wanted to mention Moss Life. Um, they're a Irish sea moss company that's like sponsoring me, and they their products is like literally next level. It's like anti everything, anti inflammatory. That's like this is just like sea moss in general. I've been I've been wanting to try it actually, so you have to get me in, get me in touch with some yeah. good stuff for sure. But it like will literally like make your skin glow and like your immunity just boosted like crazy. Um, just like amazing superfood. So I love that. I love that. So yeah, we're just about to wrap up here. Hit, hit about the forty-five minute mark, which is perfect. So yeah. last question that I ask everyone. Actually, first I want to tell us a little bit more about your upcoming album. Conglomerate is what it is called. It's coming out January sixteenth. Um, we got some like amazing big artists on there. Some amazing features. And I've been working on this album for like five years. And like literally this album is like a physical representation of my soul and like my, my soul purpose and like everything that I stand for. Um, and like I kind of went through my whole spiritual awakening through that album. So it's like all kind of recorded through that. Oh, I love so that. So good. Healing, it has the awakening. It has the celebration. That's, so. that's kind of like what this podcast is to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Is it's just like a, it's a reflection of my journey and as I'm experiencing things and what they mean to me and how things change and how things evolve and bloom. So I'm, I'm excited to listen to it, brother. I'm really excited for you. Thank you, bro. Yeah, it's going to pop You're welcome, off the dude. show. So last question that I ask everybody that I have on as a guest, and this is what does it mean to be in flow? What does it mean to be in flow? In the Tao and empowered by God's will and um, really just living your true essence and allowing that to flow rather than getting stuck with like your like in your chakras for example your energy can get stuck in like your higher chakras and gets but when you just you're in flow you have that prana flow through all your chakras and you're just living from that pure essence and that state of just intuition and with the Tao, with with um you know how a caterpillar turns to a butterfly so just go with the flow of nature she knows what she's doing dude love it thank you so much a great answer and i always appreciate being able to ask everyone because it's always so unique and comes from different places and but it always leads to the same thing yeah it just always leads to being so how can everyone find you so what's the best way to reach out to you what's the best way to get in contact with you so on instagram is trev mental t-r-e-v-m-e-n-t-a-l and so on Spotify, it's T Mental, T hyphen Mental, and also on all platforms. Conglomerate drops on January 16th. Um, and then you could also find Moss Life. I forgot to mention there at Official Moss Life. Awesome, uh, dude. With the Y. Love it. Yeah, we'll have to t- touch more on the um, whole ayahuasca thing. I think it deserves its own own episode. And I know you're going out oh, to yeah. Hawaii anyway for all that stuff and yeah. being able to practice some of those beautiful medicines. We'll have to talk about some trip stories for yeah, sure. Definitely. I'm sure I'll probably be having my own pretty soon here. I've been kind of feeling the call towards uh, sitting with ayahuasca and, mm-hmm. and having that experience. So I'm sure that we'll be able to share some great stories in the future. But yes. for now, this is Ty Lightwalker signing off. Trev Mental. Infinite love. Peace, guys. (laughs)